Shulchan Arachanav, we are in Simen Tov Tzadik, the end of Halacha Zayin, section 490. We are at the end of the seventh Halacha, where we mentioned that whether or not one should say a bracha on Tefillin during Chol HaMoyed, one should take a look in Simen Lamed Aleph, section 31. So, we mentioned yesterday that when it comes to Shabbos and Yom Tif, those are times when Tefillin are not worn, because it says that tefillin should be as a sign for you, an ois. And that excludes Shabbos and Yom Tif, because Shabbos and Yom Tif themselves are signs of the bris, the covenant between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and B'nai Yisrael, between the Holy One, blessed be He, and the Jewish people. Okay, so that's regarding Shabbos and Yom Tif. In Allah Bez, we're going to get into the question of whether or not Tefillin should be worn on Cholamayit. So the Alter Rebbe writes there in Allah Chabez that some authorities maintain that it is the obligation to perform the mitzvahs associated with the Shabbosis and the Yomim Toivim that constitutes the sign of those days. They therefore hold that Cholamayit, just like Yom Tov itself, is also a time when Tefillin should not be put on because certain mitzvahs apply during those intermediate days, during Chol As for example, on Pesach, there's the prohibition against eating chametz, which of course applies throughout the days of Pesach, including Chol And on Sukkot, there's an obligation to dwell in a sukkah, also that applies throughout the days of Sukkot, including Chol So that's one opinion. There are, however, others who maintain that the sign represented by the festivals is solely the prohibition against the performance of work. On Chayla therefore, when work is permitted according to scriptural law, one is obligated to put on tefillin. And the Altarebbe then says, this is the meaning, this is the custom in this entire region, to put them on and to recite a blessing. And those statements by the Altarebbe reflect the prevailing Ashkenazic custom in the diaspora. Now, the Lubavitch custom, as well as the prevailing custom among other Hasidim, as well as among Svardim, and in all communities in Eretz Yisrael, is to follow the rulings of the Arizal, and not to put on tefillin during Choyel HaMoyin. Halacha Ches 8, B'yayim Shlishi, Shehu, Rishon Shel Choyel HaMoyin, Koyim Parshas Kadosh Libakal Bechir, Ad Seif HaSeder. We're now talking about the Torah readings for Chalamayid. On the third day of Pesach, which is the first day of Chalamayid, the passage beginning, Kaddish Li Kol is read, and it concludes at the end of Parshas Boy. On the second day of Chalamayid, we read the Parshas in Kesef Talvez Ami, until Bachalev Imoy. On the third day of Chalamayid, we read the Parshas Psalacha, until Bachalev Imai. On the fourth day of Chalamayid, we read the Parsha, Parsha's Bamidbar Sinai, which is in Parsha's Baaleischa until Ula Ezrach Ha'aretz. Yat Rebbe then continues to describe the Torah reading for Shabbos of Chil Hamayid and explains the reason for that. Yat Rebbe then continues, Uvishvi shall Pesach Koyrin Parsha's Beshalach at Seif Hashira, Benihagen Lekris Ad Kiani Hashem Reif Echa. On the seventh day of Pesach, we read from the beginning of Parshas Beshalach, 
until the end of the song of the sea. And that is referring to the celebratory song of praise that was sung by Moshe and the Jewish people after Kriyas Yamsuf, the splitting of the sea of reeds. Now it is customary to read until the verse, Ki ani Hashem roif echa. Okay, so now the Alter says there's a mnemonic for remembering the order of the passages read on all these eight days. Okay. The order is not altered because of the Shabbos of Chelemoid unless the first day of Pesach falls on Thursday. In that case, the passage beginning Re'e'ato, which includes the passage, beginning with the words Psal is read on Shabbos, which is the first day of Chelemoid, on the second, third, and fourth days, we read the passages indicated by the, by the mnemonic Kadesh Bechaspa Bimadbra. This concludes today's share.